Willow Creek Springs presents Healthy Living with your host, Joe Grumbine. All right, and welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast brought to you by Willow Creek Springs. I'm your host, Joe Grumbine, and today we have a very special guest, Aaron Wilkins. Aaron, you've joined us numerous times before. Clearly, we haven't scared you off yet. You're back for more. And uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Healthy Living. How are you doing today? Thank you. Doing absolutely wonderful. Oh, that's great to hear. All right. Now, let me get rid of this uh, background. I, I, like, I like the way that the background looks. I just don't like the way my image looks when there's a background it just changes it so anyways there we are as real as i can be in two dimensions so aaron it's been a few weeks since you've been uh here on the show and uh last time let's see last time we were out in the garden a little bit yes and uh, you were talking about your electroculture and some uh some gardening stuff um you've been really busy idaho's gotten uh, warm today's first day of summer what do you think about that it's nice it's we had 36 degrees overnight whoa it's pretty crazy we were thinking we had to cover up tomato plants and things but whoa. everything survived and it's hitting into the mid 70s today so it's absolutely gorgeous okay yeah we have had the most remarkably mild spring a typical California spring is at least two heat waves in the middle of it and a lot of really beautiful days. But our heat wave this year consisted of a couple of 90 something degree days, which for California is nothing. And uh, it's just been beautiful. We've just had this picturesque spring and here it is first day of summer. Usually the last week of last week and a half of June the heat starts coming on but it's I don't think it's gotten over 92 which you know again here where I'm at I'm kind of in the inland empire in the desert just you know where the desert starts and uh, it gets it gets plenty warm out here and we've been really lucky that's awesome yeah the electroculture stuff I mean even since we talked last things are just Boop, 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 just shooting up, growing exponentially. Um, such an easy thing to do, and yet works really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I am experimenting with a few different versions of it, and I still have more to do. So I got all these different configurations, and I'm, I'm tinkering with a lot of different stuff. I'm wrapping it up onto a big palm tree and see. <laughs> if I can't get it, you know, 30 feet up in the air and just see, see if it makes a difference. But um, everything is generally growing really good at my place. I We harvested our first hugel culture beets and uh, I'm real happy about that. We got our first hugel zucchini too. So um, that, that garden is just starting to uh, uh, unfold a little bit. I'm real happy. It's maturing nice. We, we should be getting some good, uh, Good veggie crop this year. Looking forward to it. That's so, wonderful. You've been out uh, testing out a new trade and working with Troy and uh, getting out there into some of the trade shows or the the, the markets, I guess, the street markets mostly. And mm -hmm. um, 
you were telling me you've had an experience with a particular product that you're uh, finding very helpful. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so the first response spray that you guys make, um, I only tried it on myself a couple times, but I have a, a mom and a dad bunny that live free in my backyard mm -hmm. and then they'll dig a hole and out pop babies every three weeks or four weeks. Yeah. Um, and she got a tumor as bunnies do and it was the size of a baseball and wow. it was dragging on the ground and it was causing so much pain and, you know, I wanted to just take her to the vet and have the thing cut off. And we just decided, nope, we're just going to kind of let nature do its thing. Uh -huh. um, she got sick of it. So she ripped all the hair off of it. The Yay. thing turned black and was oozing. Oh, man. The point that it turned black and was oozing. <laughs> yeah, that's I've a... been giving her. Yeah, is serious tumor. So I have been giving her um, CBD, um, the pet CBD on a lettuce leaf every morning. Okay. Um, and I believe that, that that was helping a bit. Um, but once that tumor turned black, I was, you know, the nurse in me freaked out and I was scared infection and there's pus involved. Oh. And so I just started just never a good color when it's uh, connected to the skin. No, no, it was awful. So um, we distracted her with her little CBD lettuce leaf. And then we'd spray the first response on that every morning. Uh -huh. And I want to say within a week, that tumor had dried up, fallen wow. off. Can you get me a she had about a, maybe about a half of my palm size of a wound that had fresh vascular blood coming out. And so I was really impressed that there wasn't all that infection. And then we've been treating that for about two weeks with the first response. And it is almost closed up. The hair is growing all back in. It's amazing. Well, you know, what's interesting. We, we created that product originally to address um, our aging population. You know, we got a geriatric population that's going to be growing probably for the next 15, 20 years um, before it tapers off. And what happens as people get older, they, they tend to be stuck in their bed more and, get stuck in wheelchairs more. And then they start getting these things they call pressure sores or bed sores. And they're really difficult problems and they can get very uh, infected and cause even worse problems. And the, the treatments for them are generally pretty expensive and you know they only work so well. So years ago, um, I, I was sitting with a lady that I, I've been working with for a while and I said, you know, I should, try to come up with something to address bed sores. And so in researching how they take care of them, uh, I realized they have a protocol that nurses generally use or practitioners. And it's, you know, first they, uh, uh, they clean the, they clean the sore and then they uh, uh, disinfect it. And then they debreed it, which means they get rid of all the dying tissue around it. And then they'll spray it with an antiseptic ointment or, or put an antiseptic uh, ointment or spray on it. And, and then they might pack it with some kind of, a, of, of, a, of an ointment. And that's the, that's the protocol. And they have these different, I've had a number of people that are um, quadriplegic that 
that's a big problem that they get being stuck in their chairs and pushing back and forth on, you know, skin that is softened because it's not getting up and moving. Um, you know, these sores develop and they're forever to heal. So the first thing that we did, I, I came up with this product and this was the first component of it. And, you know, it's got a lot of cool stuff in it. You know, it's one of these formulas where every ingredient has a value to it. It's got coconut oil, you know, coconut oil is one of these magic oils that kind of really likes to heal stuff. And grapeseed yep. oil is good because it helps it penetrate. Um, camellia oil and then colloidal silver and witch hazel. Those are both um, um, antiseptic and, and uh, you know, antibiotic, antiviral. Those, those are both good at, you know, cleaning things out. Um, then, of course, the nano CBD, that's sort of a trade trick. And uh, it gets in there and does all kinds of cool stuff. And then tea tree oil, um, you know, that's an historic uh antifungal antibiotic uh astringent every kind of good thing pomegranate oil lavender oil vitamin e and then frankincense frankincense is actually a really incredible um ingredient and it's uh it's actually the gum off of a bush a desert bush and uh but it's just magic and then clove oil helichrysum and then there's some castor oil to help bind everything together and i tell you what with the original formula this had full spectrum cannabis oil in it and that was the market that i was working on and I, when i first made the cbd version i didn't know if it was going to work very well but i've got just testimonies from burns to i mean i've got a, a wound i got on my forehead that i've got a whole picture series that i just deep 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 cut and uh the only thing i put on it was this spray and a, and a salve um you know i just chopped the finger my fingertip off and it's regrown and the only thing i used was this and the, and the ointment and so i just story after story but burns really are the biggest victory that i see because burns are so difficult to heal and a tumor now that's mm -hmm. a whole another layer i didn't ever you know, a lot of times when we hear about tumors, we go after the full, you know, cannabis oil for that. Um, but this has got all these components. There's no reason why, if it's not a cancerous tumor, that it wouldn't go after it. It's it's really, I always called it, uh, you know, the alien spray, healing spray. Like it was one of those, I don't know, the Predator movie or something from like 30 yeah. years ago and the guy gets shot and he pulls out this spray and just goes, you know, said, he's all better. And I always said it was, it was kind of like that. So this was yeah. the first part of that system. And then we got just a, a year or two ago, we came up with the second part of the system, which is the ointment. Uh -huh. And um, I like the ointment almost better, but the spray as a first, as a first component, it's like, no matter what, anything happens to me, that's the thing. That's, that is my medicine chest. This is, uh, you know, if I had one product, that would be it. And what's cool is we actually have it bottled for pets too. And, mm -hmm. but it's the same product. It's exactly the same product. And so we got chickens and uh, sometimes chickens will get this like stuff on their feet. And it's, I don't know if it's uh, bugs or some kind of a 
fungus or disease of some kind, but their feet get covered in these like scaly things and they don't want to come out. And my wife will go out there with this stuff. Every once in a while it happens and she'll just spray, 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 spray. And the stuff just falls off. It's crazy. Or Mm -hmm. if you have a bunch of chickens, chickens are actually kind of mean and they go after each other sometimes. And, and, uh, you know, pecking each other pretty viciously and and you know if there's one that's weak the other ones will go after it and uh we had a a chicken that she got her whole basically her whole head picked off and we didn't see it until all of a sudden you know it happens you know you're gone for half a day and you come back you're like what the hell you know and uh but my wife literally nursed this bird back to health and you know we brought her in put her in a nice you know safe place and that's it just kept spraying that stuff on there mm-hmm. and a couple of i don't know couldn't have been more than a week and a half or so and she healed up it scabbed over new feathers came out and uh you know she was good as new yeah i'm actually treating one of my chickens too she has a don't exactly know what's wrong with her, but she started losing feathers off her backside and it's all inflamed. And so uh-huh. now when she goes to the bathroom, it sticks in it. And so mm-hmm. we've been, I've been spraying her. I distract her with a little bit of CBD on a spinach leaf and then right. <laughs> spray yeah. the bottom all up. And, and it's, it's the redness is decreasing and it's looking like it's getting better. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole idea is just about most things that happen to the skin they the similar you know like even in just western medicine they only have a few things that they put on your skin to treat an ailment right they don't have a whole you know litany of different things unfortunately a lot of those things that they give you are not things you would necessarily want on your skin and Mm -hmm. so we've gone at it from a from a natural point of view and you know again for my for my purpose i'd rather it be safe and you got to use it a little more or use it you know, more often or whatever, then, then have to worry about, well, Ooh, don't eat that. Or, you know, Oh, you got it in an open wound or, Oh no, you got, you know, there isn't any of that, you know, it's, it's, it's always, you know, safety first. And oh yeah, I think this one was one of those sort of divine inspirations. This is one that was like, sometimes when I'm making something, I'm like, I just needs to work. I don't know, you know, and you see, and there's all these ingredients, a million things that you could make it with. And and then you got to sort of pick the ones and the proportions and all of that. And this is one of those that I just, I just feel was a gift. You know, it was, it mm-hmm. was really, really, really happy with it. So I'm glad you discovered it because you've got so many, um, uh, so many ways that, you know, you're already making all kinds of things yourself. So, you know, when you have something that works, how valuable it is. And, and Mm -hmm. it's, it's great to, you know, to be able to share that. And, you know, the thing that's cool, people don't realize, you know, our animals, they get in just as much trouble as we do. You know, I mean, I got seven dogs and some chickens, we're about to get a bunch of chickens and, you know, ducks and all kinds of different animals we've had over the years. And I tell you what, we've, patched up our animals more than we've patched ourselves up i think they're <laughs> they're always getting into some kind of a some kind of a scrape or oh yeah issue 
So how is the um, the dance therapy going? Really good. So I've got a couple other people that are interested in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, dance classes are going really well as well. But the um, dance therapies, more and more people are getting interested in it because traditional counseling just doesn't work or they yeah. don't really want to talk about it. Or um, I'm finding it's usually younger people. 13, 16 that just don't, don't want to talk. They just rather move and get some, some exercise, get those endorphins going and it helps. you, have you thought to, you know, you're dealing with all different types of therapies and, and obviously you're, you're not stuck in any box. Um, I, I, I'm wondering, you know, how we're doing this horticultural therapy. If you're looking to integrate that into your program. Um, yeah, and I have in a way, and I think it's amazing. So I've worked with some people um, just that are drug addicts that have come over that just need to get their hands in the soil, just need to be planting stuff and seeing things grow. They've had too much death and hurt in their lives. And so I found that that's been extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um I've also had people, I call it chicken therapy, but I've had two or three people of my clients that I just take them out in the backyard when we're done with the session and give them a chicken to hug. Yeah. And it helps. Like, Yeah. Just... yeah chickens actually are, are remarkably calm most of the time. If you just hold them, they're, they're generally, I mean, you know, they'll squawk a little bit before they settle down. But once they settle down there, I, I hear more, a lot of people will sort of, have chickens as a companion animal as much as as other things. You know, you think of a of a dog really as a petting animal, right? I mean, cats, I guess, when they feel like it, they'll 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 put up with a petting. But dogs generally love love to be pet all the time. And uh, but chickens can actually be sociable, and uh, you know, there's something. Of, I don't know what it is about a chicken. My my wife is always had chickens she's always been the chicken lady and uh you know like I said, we're getting ready to build a good size aviary and we're going to be uh you know as part of the nonprofit, we're going to have chickens maybe some quail some pheasants some different uh different birds as well that'll be awesome yeah i just acquired um bearded chickens i'm honestly oh. finding that they can be extremely therapeutic too Interesting. All right. So, well, yeah, think... they love to dance. They're very, really, they're pretty intelligent. So, um, I walked in to the living room the other day, and my daughter was singing karaoke, and one of them had flipped his. You know, they can turn they turn black under here, so he'd flipped it black, and he was just dancing, dancing away to her music. And, really? Yeah, but they're great. I've taken them out with me and I've had all sorts of people that just being able to touch them it's just they like to be touched and pet and people are kind of like oh an interesting animal and it kind of it helps people to you know have that interaction with nature yeah I think I mean I think it's it's kind of any living thing I think there's a there's a exchange of energy you know I I think nature Mm -hmm. nature likes to be touched you know, there's just something about uh, that. Yep. You know, they call it the healing touch or whatever. But I think that, you know, even uh, even just touching a plant, moving things around, there's some kind of an exchange that happens. And I, 
I can't uh, quantify it. I can't see it, but I always feel better when I'm, you know, either around my animals. I mean, I've got these two big old puppies that are just love monsters. So I have this sort of endless amount of, of petting and licking and just the whole animal affection thing <laughs> going on right now. But, um, you know, even just working with the plants, um, you know, transplanting, it's kind of a great, uh, great thing because you're, you're giving that plant, putting it in a place where it can, it can go to the next level, you know? And I think that there's some kind of like, you take a plant out of a crowded little seed tray and you put it into a fresh new one and then you look at it and you kind of clean off if it's got a bad leaf on it or whatever you acknowledge it really i mean there's a, there's a you spend a moment with it whatever it is you know you look it over and see if there's anything bothering it and then you put it in and tamp it down and give it a little water there's a you know you nurtured it even just for a bit and i don't know there's there's I've been doing, you know, more and more of these little articles about elements of horticultural therapy. And those are those are components that come up and, uh, you know, taking care of something I think is is critical. And you see a lot of service animals. And I think that's really that's the key to it. Right. You just you got to take care of them. But they turn around. They're taking care of you at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, Hells Bells, we did it again. We knocked out another 25 minutes here. I know. It's like, geez, we just got started and uh, and, uh, and another one goes. So um, I'm really enjoying this. I think that uh, I've actually got a, a couple of other guests that I'm preparing to do a, 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 a number of, of appearances. I've got a disabled veteran who I'm just connecting with and we're working together a little bit and um uh, He's going to be a real interesting guest. I'm still working out the bugs of getting going from recording to publishing. The guy that's helping me with this has been, let's just say, preoccupied. So it's always seems to take way too long to go from one to the other. But I'm getting closer and closer to that being seamless. So I'm hoping to have it set on a, you know, a regular cycle. So awesome, Aaron. Well, you want to give us a parting shot here? Yep, you guys got my email and phone number, so hit me up if I can help with anything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Aaron Wilkins, folks. And again, this is Joe Grumbine with the Healthy Living Podcast. We'll see you next time.